You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Weekend edition of the show, checking in with you for just a little bit. Looking forward to the 2021 season. And it's that time in July where you start to pontificate just a little bit, thinking to yourself, who are those guys that are truly going to step up this year? If you're on the site, buffalorumblings.com, you'll see the article talking about who is it that is going to lead the Buffalo Bills in sacks during the 2021 season? Certainly an area I think that uh, we could see some improvement as Buffalo Bills fans uh, when we talk about an area that the team certainly addressed during the NFL draft. There were rumors they were going to address it during free agency, at least around someone like J.J. Watt. But now you start to look at the roster and thinking to yourself, okay, I've got a pretty good idea on who the contenders can be that come into place with this. But before we talk about 2021, let's talk about 2020 and who those sack leaders were. Um, Tied for the lead, A.J. Klein, the linebacker, appeared in 16 games, started in 11 with five sacks. And that was a tie with Mario Addison, who appeared in 15 games for the Bills this season. Um, kind of an inauspicious duo, right? When you think of those two, um, A.J. Klein, for the most part, a reserve linebacker, albeit filling in for an injured Matt Milano. Um, Mario Addison came in as a, you know, one of the higher price free agent signings for the Bills. Um, five sacks, you know, certainly nothing to sneeze at. But with that being said, you know, coming in from his days with the Carolina Panthers, um, seeing an excess of, of nine sacks in the four seasons before joining the Bills, um, you know, five sacks, it is what it is. Um, after that, Jerry Hughes at four and a half, Matt Milano at three and a half, Ed Oliver at three, Quentin Jefferson no longer with the team with three sacks. Jordan Poyer with two, Tremaine Edmonds with two, Trent Murphy with two, Tredavious White with one and a half, Dean Marlowe now with the Detroit Lions with one and a half, and then you had one each from Teron Johnson, Tyrell Dodson, Justin Zimmer, A.J. Epinesa, and Daryl Johnson. A lot of guys on the roster, right, getting sacks during the 2020 season, but not really that one havoc wreaker right, for the Bills. I mean, we when you talk about pressures, when you talk about uh, getting to the quarterback, Jerry Hughes certainly stands out. But when you talk about finishing the plays, four and a half sacks, um, a bit below maybe what the standards would be. But, you know, for Jerry Hughes right now at age 32, Mario Addison at 33, um, maybe those guys have lost a little bit of a step, right? And when I say a little bit of a step, you know, is that the difference from having, you know, four and a half or five sacks a season? to maybe somewhere in the neighborhood of 8, 9, or 10. Um, I think the way that Sean McDermott rotates his defensive linemen, that is something that would certainly be part of that discussion 
And what would that really look like, right? You talk about snap counts, you talk about all of these things, but to to my point, right, there's a lot of balance that comes across the Buffalo Bills defensive line. But if you had to ask yourself, who is it that will lead the team in sacks during 2021? And if you go to buffalorumblings.com, we've got the poll up there. Um, you can participate. We'd love to see how things shake out. And of course, there's always the comment section where you can add your thoughts as well. Um, when I think about the guys that really will contend for this, right, and, and this part sounds kind of bad, but one of the co-leaders from last season, uh, A.J. Klein, I would not include in the discussion. Uh, a backup linebacker and the setup that the Bills have, the amount of time that they spend in, you know, really nickel is their base setup with Teron Johnson. Uh, call him that 11th starter as a additional cornerback instead of a third linebacker. You know, barring an injury to Tremaine Edmonds or Matt Milano, this is not a situation where we are going to see A.J. Klein really in that mix. Now, when you talk about it, though, there are a number of names in the mix. And for me, I think there are six that really come to mind that you have to consider. First, you've got to take a look at the two rookies, right? Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, Leslie Frazier. You look at things and think, okay, you are spending your first two draft picks in the 2021 NFL draft. So at the end of the first round, Gregory Rousseau from University of Miami. And of course, Carlos Basham Jr. out of Wake Forest. These two guys um, are going to play. What the rotation is going to look like, obviously still to be determined, right? You can look at things and say, well, how are some of these other guys in the list? How are we going to work with snap counts? Are some of these guys going to shift inside on some pass rushing downs and maybe play some defensive tackle? A lot of that remains to be seen, and it's really one of the storylines that will be the most intriguing when you head into training camp this year. But Rousseau and Basham are going to be first up on the list. And, and these are a couple of guys that I could see making an impact as the season progresses, right? When you've got some veteran leadership on the team, maybe those guys are getting the majority of the snaps early on in the year. As Rousseau and Basham get up to game speed as more and more takes place with them, maybe you start to see them flash a bit more, albeit in the second half of the year, than they would early on. Two guys that have to be part of the conversation, again, based on the draft capital that the team uh, invested in both of them and what that can mean for this season. Um, third up on the list for me is a second round pick from the 2020 draft is AJ Epinesa. Plenty of conversation around Epinesa, right? Somebody that uh, had a poor combine in 2020 slipped to the second round. The Bills are happy to draft him at number 54 ask him to drop weight after getting picked by the Buffalo Bills. Um, almost dropped too much weight, right? Going from 280 close down to 250. Uh, we can talk all about the 2020 offseason. No OTAs, no mini camps. Training camp certainly looking different. Epinesa getting off to a slow start, being inactive for week one against the New York Jets in 2020. And starting to show, albeit small flashes late in the season, but A.J. Epinesa, right, you talk about a more traditional offseason this year. Um, expectations are certainly high. And you look at someone like Rousseau and Basham, and we talk about them needing the time to develop a little bit. Um, Epinesa should be a few steps ahead of those guys heading into his sophomore season. Certainly someone that will be a part of the discussion for sure. One defensive tackle on the list. 
That is Ed Oliver. And I think when we talk about Ed, the number nine overall pick in the 2019 draft, um, heading into year three, right? Year three is always that that big year. A team is going to make a decision on a fifth-year extension at the end of this season. Traditionally, that is when young players um, make that leap, right? We've talked about that in the past. Certainly, we saw it with Josh Allen just uh, this past year of, of going from a NFL starting quarterback to an all-pro MVP candidate starting quarterback. Um, and Ed Oliver, what type of progression can he make? A lot of discussion has gone around the return of Star Latulale. That should have a positive impact on Oliver. We will certainly see. Um, I am one that I, I look for Ed Oliver to take that next step. Is it a, you know, a step or is it more of a leap? If he takes the leap, the Buffalo Bills defense will be a problem, but certainly someone that will be in the discussion when you look at who your options are for this season. Um, and final two guys on the list, right, that I really have a part of this poll that I think you could take a look at are those two veterans that we talked about before. Mario Addison with five sacks during the 2020 season, as I said before as well. Jerry Hughes, four and a half sacks. Early on in the year, I think these guys will have the opportunity to be those starters, albeit part of the rotation. That's what Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott do, as we had talked about before. Now, as we look at this, um, so much based on what they can do, you know, it ties to like, is father time catching up with Hughes and Addison? And how much are these younger guys going to push them for time? Um, I expect both Hughes and Addison to make the roster in 2021. But what will their playing time look like really will be defined on what Basham, Russo, and Epinesa look like when we talk about the preseason, when we talk about training camp, and of course, early in the 2021 season. So that begs me to ask you the question, who will lead the Bills and Sacks in 2021? You have A.J. Epinesa, Gregory Rousseau, Carlos Basham Jr., Ed Oliver, Jerry Hughes, and Mario Addison really is the choices that are there. Maybe there's somebody else that you feel like I missed, but for me, those are really the six guys that will be a part of that discussion. And it's a hard question to answer. I mean, you are talking about three that are solely based on potential right now in Epinesa, Rousseau, and Basham. You've got a fourth candidate in Ed Oliver that probably has the highest ceiling of anyone that is included on this list, but more of a defensive tackle. Um, but will he be able to make that step? Uh, at least when it comes to the pass rush and getting quarterback sacks in 2021. Only three this past season, um, but someone that has to be part of the conversation. And then again, two guys that were you know right in the mix for the team lead last year, Jerry Hughes and Mario Addison. Um, you, you look at the rotation, you look at this group, like I don't see the Bills as that team that is set up in any way, shape, or form to have someone that's going to get 12, 13, 14 sacks this year. But are they going to have a number of guys that will be in a contention where, you know, you you see three, three or four guys in that six to eight range, right? When you talk about compiling as a team and what they're able to do, not that you have individuals at that top tier level, but a lot that are contributing, making the most of the snaps that they have and being a solid unit, increasing that pass rush in 2021, because we know Brendan Bean has made the investment in it when you talk about the draft picks in Russo and Basham. So listen, let me know what you guys are thinking. Go to buffalorumblings.com, hit up the article there. You can make your vote in the poll. You can add to the comment section. Of course, you can hit me up on Twitter at Anthem Marino at any time. I love to hear from you. Um, and make sure you hit that subscribe button. 
right? We want to make sure that you get all of our great shows here at buffalorumblings.com. Not just Breaking Buffalo Rumblings, but Believe, Circling the Wagons, Overreaction Sports Podcast. Uh, we've got the Code of Conduct, Buffalo Rumblings Q&A, the Bruce Exclusive, Jamie Dean, Big Newt. Uh, there's a lot here. We've got you covered seven days a week, so make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get all of our great shows. If I am forced to make a pick for this season, I'm going to go back with Jerry Hughes. Um, I think the addition of Star Latulale, I think Hughes still has not really lost too much of a step when it comes to this. I think you will have more competent options around him. I will see more pressure coming from the interior part of the line. So if I had to pick someone today, it would be Jerry Hughes. But as I said before, not someone being in that 12 to 14 sack range, but Hughes maybe being around seven to eight sacks throughout the season. And when you take a look at that, I think that can really have the impact and set that example for the Bills. So listen, let me do this. I'm going to get out of here for now. Um, I appreciate you guys tuning in, but hit me up, as I said before. Appreciate y'all listening. And as always, go Bills. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.